0: Welcome to the Calibre Podcast, brought to you by the Watches of Switzerland Group. I'm Faye Soteri, Senior International Watch Buyer for the Group, and today's guest is Grant Wilson, Brand Director for IWC. Thanks for joining us today, Grant. Thank you for having me, Faye. My pleasure. So as an introduction, IWC is a brand with a legitimate history since 1868. Innovation is a key word in the legacy of the brand, with great history, um, with the brand being one of the first manufacturers to use both ceramic and titanium in the 80s in terms of product, and it's been incredibly loyal to its pillars, which maintain a strong identity. These pillars cover classic, elegant timepieces, timeless modernity, sports luxury, and of course, complications. IWC is one of the greenest watchmakers out there, with their headquarters in Switzerland, and that opened in 2018. In addition, IWC is very involved in a number of charitable activities. The most well-known is Laureus. however recently they were the timekeeper for the first ever entirely civilian spaceflight, making four watches that have since been auctioned off for the charity. These were called Inspiration4. So there's a huge amount there, but today we're largely focusing on pilot because of the touring exhibition. So if you could, Grant, why don't you tell us a bit about the history of IWC, please?
1: Thanks, Faye. So um, for those of the listeners that are not so familiar with the brand, IWC stands for the International Watch Company. Um, We're slightly unusual in the sense that we are on the German side of Switzerland as opposed to the French side of Switzerland, so we're in the canton of Schaffhausen, uh, which is around 40 minutes away from Zurich. Um, our founder is an American, uh, F.A. Jones, who came over, as you said, 154 years ago in 1868. And he came over to, to Schaffhausen, really to bring in a lot of automation to the manufacturing facility. So it's, uh, it's a brand with deep-rooted history with a, a long tradition of engineering.
0: And what are the key brand values and philosophy of IWC?
1: So IWC I think is really known as a as an engineering brand. We're really known for our chronographs, our case materials, our innovation in our case materials with things like ceramic and ceratanium as well as the pilot's watches we have, you know, some other um, products in our portfolio like the Portofino family and the the Portugieser family for those that are not so familiar with the brand.
0: From our perspective from a, like, a buying perspective we know that any year that um, IWC are refreshing or re- reviewing a brand, um one of your pillars, if it starts with a P, it's going to be a winner for us. <laughs> so we know there are other options and other collections within it, but anything that um, pilot, Portofino, Portuguese for us is is an absolute winner. Um, the brand have maintained its loyalty and just the the constant just revision, and this all is always an evolution, isn't it? It's not, yeah, it definitely the, is it more of come an evolution
1: from, than a revolution for sure. Yeah.
0: Um, So this was a great year for pilots. We'll come on to that one. Sustainability is important to IWC. Can you tell us a little bit about that and the green initiatives that you're you're working with?
1: Sure. So we actually used to issue a sustainability report that went out every two years. We've now reduced that to an annual report. And within that report, it kind of sets out our objectives, what we want to achieve. It's a very clear report for everyone to see. um, And we try to create as much transparency as possible within the report so that all or everyone between everyone at IWC and all of its stakeholders can go in there and look at it. And then most recently, we've just announced uh Giselle Bunchen, who is now on board as well as as well as as our new ambassador. And she's a leader in the world of sustainability and has been part of the United Nations as a goodwill goodwill ambassador. Um so I would encourage everyone to go and have a look at our sustainability report. It's very transparent, very clear on, on what we've done.
0: Okay, I wasn't aware of that. I'll I'll certainly do that myself. Um, But it's becoming really—it's becoming a big focus on on our industry. It's great that you're leading it. Yeah. um, But I also think it's really important to clients now as well. So I think that will um, give a lot of confidence where in a market where there's a lot of competition. So um, it's it's another—it's another thing to sort of support the um, sort of what the brand's doing to
1: support. Yeah, I think even on a from a HQ perspective, we've obviously got the sustainability report, but from from even in our even in our boutiques and the way that we package you know reduced our packaging to really reduce our our cardboard footprint as well um so it's much more reduced packaging as well but without compromising on that on that luxury feel
0: excellent um back to the product bit which is the little little bit i've got um i've got a little bit more um, familiarity with could you tell us um, about the link between iwc and aviation. And if you want to wing this bit, then then please do. I'm sorry. <laughs> Play, on the
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so um, I see what you did there. So I'm sure we'll get fact-checked on this, but um, 1936 was our first uh, pilot's watch. There was a special pilot's watch that was introduced. The Humberger family, it was one of the sons who actually did their pilot's license in in Croydon, so not a million miles away from where we are now. And they were keen aviators. So that was it was... It was great for them to try to bring what they've learned um, with, with flying and bring it into watches today. So they're very legible. In the old days, the, the watches used to go over the the over jackets so that uh, pilots could use them as tool watches. They were very robust. In those days, they were kind of 56 millimeters. So I know we make big watches, but not that big. It's a huge case, uh, a huge case <laughs> size. And we've tried to, as, as we talked about evolution, not revolution, we still have you know, a lot of pilot's watches in our portfolio today.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I've noticed you're wearing a perpetual calendar. Uh, is that right? Yes, so, yeah. well spotted. Yeah. So
1: it's the yeah, it's the big pilot uh, Rodeo Drive perpetual calendar. So it's got a nice blue dial with the black ceramic.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a fantastic watch. And it's interesting you, you reference legibility. Yeah.
1: Um, I've been
0: watch buying for quite a long time. Uh, been lucky enough to meet some great people in the industry like yourself. We never talk about legibility on a dial. No one ever sits in a watch fair <laughs> and, a, and a watch appointment and goes, look at the legibility on that. <laughs> and it's so important, yeah. but I think that probably stems from the the, the pilot element, um, and, and it was a tour watch. Um, and I think yours um, with IWC does need to be applauded because along with a lot of other brands that do, so a lot of brands do diving watches and known for the synonymous with diving watches but IWC pilots I think the two do go hand in hand um so um and I agree and the instrument element I always find fascinating again whether you're diving or I wonder how many pilots actually wear um a pilot's watch I suppose GMTs potentially are slightly more relevant for 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 travel but it's the 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 big crown isn't it so where you said they wore it over a suit so they didn't have to uh, the, it was easy for them to to see it, and then obviously pilots wore big gloves, so that's that's the history of the the, the big crown. But um, you stayed very loyal to it, and the small changes that your brand does, they're, they're they're just nuances, aren't they? So it just keeps it really, really loyal.
1: Yeah, I think if you if you take the evolution of the pilot's watch today, as still a tool watch, um, they're they're very robust. You know, we pressure test the the sapphire. The sapphire crystal, so it doesn't pop out when they do high altitude low, and they come down really low to the to the valleys. It's very legible still with the dials. It's very unique. You can instantly tell an IWC dial from a from a distance. Um, the big pilot still has the onion crown that you referred to, which is part of that silhouette, that famous silhouette that you'd you'd expect from a big pilot's watch. We obviously have some some variations on case sizes now as well. So the one that I'm wearing is 46 millimeters, but we also do a, a 43mm and they've they've shrunk the the dimensions of it so it's not just putting the big onion crown into a 43. Everything's now proportioned slightly slightly thinner as well. You just lose a little bit of the power reserve. Um and you know with with case materials like ceramic, you can be in the cockpit of the plane and and, and it's not going to get scratched around. So it's it's a very still a very much seen as a, a tool sure. watch. Um, and I think that that philosophy kind of comes through,
0: yeah, absolutely it sounds like you spend a lot of money on r and d um the research and development I imagine over in in, in switzerland is is huge because.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a great point. So, we've recently developed a new case material called Ceratanium. The engineers have, have spent years and years developing yeah, this material. Thing. So, it's a really bomb proof watch and yeah. it's very light as well, as you say. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. And there are there any other sort of key features in terms of the design? I mean, that makes it quite unique in itself. So, we didn't, it's not about sort of, what else does it do, what else does a client get from it. But, you know, I, I wonder if, um, you know, if people are aware of how, how, with, with, with all the research that goes into it and the production um, and you're saying the sort of the fusion element um, they are they are unique to, to your brand.
1: Um, yes I mean so the, 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 the challenge that we have with serritaium is they're in so much they're in so much high demand. They take many multiples longer to make a serritaium piece over over a steel case and therefore they're not a limited edition but they are a limited production and and, and that's the challenge that we have in, internally is is trying to meet that that demand um but it is a really robust watch it has a kind of a stealthy look to it uh it's not a jet black it's uh it's much more of a stealth look it's kind of a a matte gray look to the to the case material as well So it's a, yeah, it's a super cool watch. It's definitely one of the favorites in my collection.
0: Um, You talk about the challenges internally, which you've therefore passed on to the retailer. So may I thank you for that? (laughs) Um, I know it's a good problem to have, but it's uh, it's something that, yeah, we, we we have clients that are waiting for for these watches. And yeah, absolutely. Sure you, you raise a
1: good point because I think the challenge that we have together is making sure that clients don't feel frustrated in that process. So one of the things that that we're dedicated to doing is making sure that we're constantly communicating with the clients, keeping them constantly updated, rather than it feel like a date that's. You don't know when you're going to receive it. Um, we try to put a lot of energy in making sure that we're constantly in communication, not not pestering, but in constant communication. So they feel that they they, they know where they are in the process.
0: OK, thank you very much. And can I give them your number, if, if, if anyone? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Let me give you Joanna's number. <laughs> um, so the... Um, Collection: The pilot collection is touring at the moment. Yep. Could you give us a bit of a background on that? Because I was lucky enough to see some of the product at Watches and Wonders uh, much earlier this year. And um, this is the second time you've done the the, the touring exhibition, is that right? Yes, yeah, so we the did the road show last
1: year in the container, which was themed around the big pilot, because we introduced the, the big pilot 43. And this year it's around the coloured ceramics, so the, the, the the Top Gun range. And for a lot of people, because they're so sought after, they've not had a chance to get Get hands on with the the watch, um, so it gives it's a great opportunity for people to come and see the watches, get hands on with it, try it on, understand the backdrop, uh, speak to people that are much more knowledgeable of the brand than than myself. Um, obviously, the link to the Top Gun um, uh, pilots and uh, see how the how the how we get to these coloured ceramics. So we have a few um, pieces to show you. So we have the the Lake Tahoe, which is the uh, the the white ceramic um, pilot's chronograph, which is inspired by the 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 snow tips of of the training ground in in Lake Tahoe, hence the name. And then we have a woodlands green, which is um, a very dark green, uh, and and that that's been colour matched. In fact, all the watches have been colour matched and certified by Pantone, the 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 colour people, the colour experts, and they've all been certified. And that was quite a laborious exercise as well. So, so showing that in the roadshow is really interesting because we show you the, the the paint certification color, and then how we've matched the dial, the rubber inlay on the underneath of the strap, the fabric around the outside of the strap, the dial color as well as the coloured ceramic, all all matching in this kind of monochromatic way, um, which was which was quite a process to go through, but. Um, I think as well as it being very authentic for the pilots it has definitely a kind of a street apparel to it and you see people now uh, matching it with their with their trainers with their with their outfits which is um which is super cool to see
0: street apparel i like that yeah. um and yeah and that's, there's quite a lot that um never thought about it in terms of that level of fashion accessory i mean we, we you reference sort of, uh, trainers and things like that. We've done a couple of collaborations, but it's great to see that it's it's it leads the look. Yeah. Um, but um, you call it street apparel, I call it wrist porn. Um, <laughs> but it's 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 always really interesting to see how people wear, particularly watches like that. And I I'm in all honesty, I wasn't aware of the extent of, the, of what went behind it for yeah. this development and for them to be completely monochromatic, as you said, and sort of how everything. We see this how brands work well with their products and the design and that element and the um, and how it's executed. But we're not used to seeing it with IWC, not yeah. to this extent. So I think that's when you really launched led, it this I, year,
1: I think that's really led by Chris. So Chris Granger, our our CEO, he's you know he's architect trained, but he's also um, very charismatic and 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 really has a, a very creative brain in terms of what he sees the vision for the brand. And he spent a lot of time out in the training facilities of the top gun pilots because they are watches that are authentically used by the top gun pilots, and that goes back to two thousand and seven because of the robustness and the the tool elements of the watch with you know the ceramic being very robust and all the things that I've just mentioned it's a it's a real tool watch for them uh, and I think chris when he was he was out at the training ground in the Mojave desert you know, he was looking at the watches, the black ceramic watches with the, the green straps, but seeing on the, on the pilots that were wearing the kind of khaki outfits and, and, and thinking how cool would it be if we could do a, a colored ceramic that matches the uniform of the khaki outfits. And, uh, and he went away, and he, you know, worked with the 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 design and engineering team, and that's when they developed the Mojave Desert, which has been a huge success.
0: Yeah, well, I remember we we sold out because um, this this we've we saw that colorway come out probably about three years ago, I yeah, think, or four years ago, yeah. so, um, if my memory serves. A couple of things here. I'd like to go back to something sure. you said, and then um, um, so I want to come on to sort of the partnership element with with Top One because that's so relevant and so it was so exciting because it's not to do with the film itself how but it's got more credibility than people realize because of the pilots that are sort of where the top gun logo and i apologize if i'm getting this wrong but um to the point where chris actually was involved with the design and the concept how important do you think that is for the brand and for the consumer that somebody that lives and breathes the the brand effectively because of his role yeah. um, and clearly has a passion that it's it's concept the the concept is from inside and it then it's literally it's born from within within the brand it's not a faceless designer that sits in switzerland with a cowbell behind him
1: yeah well i think one thing to say is chris is quite unusual as as the ceo of the brand is that he's kind of worked his way up i think he's been with the brand since 2006 in many iterations i think that's quite unusual to see today so he He's lived and breathed the brand for so many years. Um, but as I said, he's a very creative person. Um, uh, he's someone that has a clear vision and uh, we're all quite inspired by that as well. And I think he—he, uh, uh, he, you can see that in the way that he dresses. You know, he, he, he wants to, you can see the design language coming through with, without coming away from um, the, the what, what makes IWC and IWC, but then adding these beautiful colorways kind of giving that street apparel as well as still being authentic to the pilots. I think he bridges that gap really nicely. And, you know, we're, we're, we're lucky to have someone like that leading the rounds.
0: And that can't be an easy task, can it? That's got to be something that's very natural to a person, you know, which is probably why, why he does it. But, um, um it's clearly it's clear that it works within within the company i think that's why the success of the largely that the brand continues to succeed yeah um because it's translated from the center the epicenter of sort of switzerland and then it radiates across well globally really if it's if it's if he's so part it's so integral to the design element
1: yeah and i think that, an although we're big we're part of a big wider group with we, I think we like to think they're quite entrepreneurial as well. And you see that entrepreneurial spirit coming through within the region. So, you know, it's quite open to, 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 to ideas about how we can, take that that message and, and localize it in a brand appropriate way and you know the road shows one iteration of that so I've got an idea make some more that you know if you could yeah. take that message back yeah, we'll that would be wonderful <laughs> yeah.
0: um, I, I didn't realize actually he was so um, so involved so and, hands on yeah um, that's I think I think that's I think that's really important um, it gives it a face to and a bit more identity to the brand yep. without it being about a, a particular individual part. yeah, yeah absolutely um, so can we talk about the partnership and how um, how that came to light? So IWC have always had a Top Gun model within its collection, and this year it exploded.
1: Yeah. So traditionally, the Top Gun range have been the black or the jet black ceramic watches, that uh, and that typically have been the, the the pilot's chronograph. And I think what we've done is try to extend that in an appropriate way. So we have the the, the, the colorways of the Lake Tahoe, the Woodlands Green. The Ceratanium, which I mentioned earlier, which is which is not jet black, it has, you know, a different look and, and feel to it. Uh, and then, of course, we've extended the range within the Mojave range as well. So what was originally a Pilot's Chronograph is now uh, also available in the Big Pilot and the Big Pilot Perpetual calendar. Similar to what I'm wearing now, but in the Mojave um, colorway.
0: Yeah, for those that don't know, that's a kind of... Sandy, being wrote, sandy, desert color. Cappuccino, yeah. sandy color. Yeah. I mean, I'm not doing any justice, however. <laughs> it's um. It's quite unusual for a pilot's watch um, in, in in that.
1: For sure. Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, and how did the partnership come about?
1: So the relationship with the US Navy goes back to 2007. Um, and back then it was typically the jet black um, ceramic uh, pilot's chronograph range. Uh, so ag- again, just reiterating what I've already said, for, for the pilots, the most important thing for them was that it was seen as a, a real uh, tools watch. Yes, so the relationship goes back quite a long way. It's not just the Top Gun Flight Academy that we um, have a relationship with, with the US Navy. We also have um, other squadron watches as well, like the Top Hatters, like the Blue Angels, like the Royal Mace, Maces, as well as um, a number of other military watches from different parts of the world as well, like the Australian Air Force, the RAF, the Swiss Air Force. So I think we're really known as having a relationship with the military as an authentic tool watch for them.
0: I didn't know there was actually so many associations, so they're they're obviously not commercial pieces.
1: Some are, some aren't. So we we bought out um, the Blue Angels and the top hats of the three squadron watches. last year and they were really successful. They had a, a limited run. But then we have a, we also have other watches uh for the military that don't have a commercial use. And, and typically you can tell that by um they have their, their 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 crest on the dials of the watches. Um and they're slightly unique. They have their call sign on the on the case back. So the Maverick equivalents or whatever on the case back. So they're very unique to the pilots, um which actually I think is super cool.
0: Absolutely, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, can you talk us through sort of the wider pilot collection? Um, we've talked quite a lot about the the, the, the Top Gun. Yeah. um Please, like in. Yeah, so way, we've
1: but... so we've introduced some 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 new colorways as well. So we have. Um, um, some new Pilots chronographs. So we've introduced the Pilots chronograph forty-one, which is the reduced case size. So we still have the the forty-three millimeters, but we have the forty-one millimeters, and we've introduced some different dial colors as well. So we have green, we have blue, we have black. We've just launched the, or just a few months ago, launched the the Mark Twenty, which is um, which is perhaps the entry point into the into the brand, into the Pilots range. And that's a beautiful piece as well. It's forty millimeters. It's time only, but it's it's again it's been a evolution rather than a revolution. It's got a, a quick exchange system so you can change the the fabric strap to a rubber strap and have colorways there. And I think it's coming at a, a, a great price point as well, um, and gives a lot of versatility. You know, lots of dial colors, lots of strap colors, um, and it's a beautiful, very kind of you can dress it up, dress it down watch.
0: Do you think that personalization is becoming very important to a client where they don't want a uniformity in, you still want the identity of an IWC, but you want to be able to change it. It Sorry, it sounds like a leading question, doesn't it? But um, for you to be able to change it, like you said, with either the colorways or the straps, um, easy links, you've thought about how a client can change it for themselves. And do you think that's becoming more important?
1: Yeah, I think there's nothing worse than wanting to to perhaps batch, you know, the strap not being quite right to what you're wearing. And... Nobody really wants to get out, you know, tools to kind of replace the the strap with something else. It's not the easiest thing in the world. So with the Easy Exchange system, it's super versatile, but you can also change, you know, if it's summer and you want to take it on holiday and you want to go swimming, we've increased the water resistance from 60 meters to 100 meters. And then having the rubber straps available, you can jump in the pool with it. So it has that versatility there and it all can be done in five seconds flat. It's very easy to change.
0: Because um, that's what a pilot needs is a waterproof watch.
1: Yeah,
0: true. Uh, true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> those kamikam- kamikaze, kamikaze missions. Pilots, yeah. Um, but no, I mean it's like we were saying we joke about it all the time. You know, I, how many people buy divers wear a uh, dive etc. Um, and particularly the, the chronograph for us and yourselves is such a strong such a strong seller. And yeah, um, I, I think tool watches are important to a, to clients for different reasons. It has might have nothing to do with the tall of its origins but people still really want to buy into that history and that heritage and the lineage of the brand which is which is really important.
1: I think there's definitely a casualization to it as well we've obviously got watches that perhaps a bit perceived as a bit more formal like perhaps the Portofino range maybe perceived as a bit more formal I think the 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 pilot's watches are far more casual you know you can really dress it up dress it down um, and and I think the tool watches kind of lend themselves to that.
0: Yeah, Portofino. I I well, I consider it as sort of much more sophisticated um, watch. Not to dismiss or take away anything, I think it lends itself more. If you should you want a traditional dress watch, or you're wearing a suit for an evening out. I mean, who am I to say who should be wearing what? It's not got anything to do with that watch goes with that outfit, and one should should take that as an approach. But the brand does have specific identity, and it's it's much more um it's much more of a Sort of reflects a timeless elegance, yeah. doesn't it? Within the pilot collection, what's your favourite?
1: I think the Woodlands uh, Pilot's Chrono for me. It was when it came out. Uh, it's just the watch that personally sings to me the most. I love the the monochromatic look with the the the, the dark green. I, I tend to wear kind of a lot of dark green as well, and it just looks really good on the wrist. It's it's forty four millimeters somehow it doesn't feel like a 44 millimeter watch which for some people they want it to feel bigger for other people they want it to look smaller but for me i just think it, it just it just wears so beautifully on the wrist um it's a, it doesn't make the same statement as a as a lake tahoe and i love the lake tahoe it's a great summer watch it's a watch but for me personally the woodlands sings to me personally
0: yeah okay um, the lake Tahoe is bold isn't it i I, yeah, I like that
1: yeah it does i mean it's it's a great summer watch it's a great i've seen it on just just yesterday we saw it on a lady's wrist and it looked absolutely stunning um it's it's a super hot watch everybody's after it as well so that's no, great
0: and um where do you think the collection will develop if you can say or um, or if you know or what your thoughts are
1: or... <laughs> well i think you, we, obviously within the pilots range we 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 we've had huge success within the different colorways etc so maybe there'll be future iterations of that i honestly i don't know um but i think we'll there'll still be a focus on the pilots range um and uh yeah you have to watch this space see what see what happens
0: look forward to that um how successful has the roadshow been for you
1: yeah it's been great i mean it's the second year that we've introduced it and it's great um, to be able to showcase some of the pieces. For, as I said earlier, there's, for a lot of people, they've not had the chance to get hands on with the product or understand. Um, uh, it's not just a. It's not just paint on a on a steel watch. It's it's a it's a watch that's had huge development to get that colorway, um, and it allows us to tell some some great stories, some anecdotes, and and as I say, they can get hands on with it. They can photograph it. They can. They can uh, share it with their friends, and um, yeah, it's, it's it's been a huge success for us for um, making the brands more um, approachable to everyone.
0: Okay, that's that's an interesting point as well. It's the um, element of involvement for for clients with a lot of brands in our industry product is inaccessible and so are the brands this really feels like IWC are going out there and being creative and being involved in a creative space as well sort of talking to people really meeting their clients and I think that's something we don't see too much certainly not outside of watch fairs
1: yeah I, I guess the last thing we want to be perceived as as an arrogant brand um so yeah and we really want that creativity to come across and it to be honest it's great to uh, to talk to public and to, to, to meet clients and, and prospects that may be interested in the watch and, and for us to, 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 to give them a little bit more insights about what the brand is, what our brand values are, um, come and see some of the new innovations that we've brought. And... Um, and we also have great coffee in the in the roach as well. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, well, I think any any um, what anyone who's got an interest in horology, in watches, in our industry, or coffee, yeah. <laughs> should should go along. Um, coffee and watches, and coffee and watches. Um, sounds very Swiss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, Grant, thank you very much for your time today, for joining us, and talking us through um, some of your favorite pieces and talking about the, the brand itself and its its ethos. It's um, a One of our favourite partners here at at Watches of Switzerland. Um, So we're very grateful you've taken time out of your busy day to come and talk to us. And I look forward to watching this space as you have told me to do so (laughs) on what we can see next.
1: Thanks for having me, Faith.
0: Pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Calibre podcast. We do hope you enjoyed it. Please do subscribe and listen to other episodes on Apple Podcast and Spotify.